Stay tuned all the way to the end of the podcast for the new Ask Mike segment where we'll be covering how to deal with a rogue Facebook page. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. All right, howdy, howdy, howdy. This is Mike here at the Better Sundays podcast. Good to have you on board with us here as we are moving into season number four, and I'm very excited about this. Thank you for taking time uh, to be with us here. We are talking all about a very important question, and that is, is church a business? Okay, it's a, it's a big question. I mean, is it a business? And I'm telling you what, there are folks that are way over here on this one, way over here on this one. I'm going to attempt to thread the needle a little bit and kind of show you the context of you know why we are in some ways and why we aren't in others and, and to cover that. So that's what we're covering here on the Better Sundays podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. My name is Mike Holmes. I'm the founding pastor here at the Sinclair Baptist Church and very excited about the good things going on in the ministry. Uh, both both here and in many, many of the churches that we work with. I do a lot of consulting and coaching with uh, churches around the country, North America, actually Europe as well, and uh, excited about good things happening. Now, there's always some down things that are happening, and I think a lot of this uh, COVID and a lot of things lately has kind of put a damper on things. There's no doubt about it, but we are ready to pick back up and get things going, uh, at least out here where we live. Uh, trust that you're doing better where, where you're at as well. So anyway, uh, if this is your first time here, welcome to the Better Sundays podcast. You obviously are listening to this on a uh, on a podcast catcher of some sort, um, whether it's you know Spotify or the Google Podcast app or the Apple Podcast app or uh, there's you know the iTunes kind of environment. Uh, a lot of different ways to do that. We also are recording this on our YouTube channel, and we've had a lot of traction on this lately, and people have been sharing it. And we we appreciate it. So give us a thumbs up there and make sure that you subscribe if you're watching this on the channel, uh, because then every week you'll get the next one, uh, same way it works with podcasts. So a thumbs up, a subscribe, a, a share with somebody, all of that stuff is is uh, just so helpful in, in helping get the ministry uh helping us to minister to more people. And that's really what we're all about. We're here to create flourishing churches and we're excited about it. And I'm telling you, I'm just thrilled with the uh, the direction some of this stuff is going. And I am especially thrilled when we started the podcast, the Better Sunday podcast, one of the seasons I knew that we would be teaching on was this one here. And this is the idea of his church of business and what part of it do we need to treat like a business and what part do we need not treat like a business. Very important topic. And so we're going to be uh, kind of diving into that. We've got uh, quite a few episodes planned for this season. This is season four. Uh, you can go back in the uh, archives there and look up the other seasons. Uh, season one has to do with just the what we call the, the Better Sunday Essentials, the idea of, of having a good atmosphere, the idea of having strong relationships, the idea of providing family solutions, just 
just those three things together, if you can grab hold of those things, that will really take you a long ways. And you can, of course, go back and listen to those uh, on our uh, podcast software. Um, the other uh, season, we did a thing on strategy and all the different strategy statements that we have used over the over the years that have been so helpful for us. And they're just like little succinct type things that kind of help you grab hold of one little thought, but really use that for management with your people. And I uh, just thrilled to be able to uh, uh, teach all of those. One of the things that I really enjoyed, though, was the last season we did. And that is in order to reach young families, sometimes you just got to do young family things. And I covered a lot of interesting uh, topics in there. And of course, you can go back and listen. We're now moving into this new one here. And it is the idea of church as a business. And I'll give you kind of my official title here uh, in just a little bit once I tell you tell you a little story. Um, I, again, I mentioned there's a lot of opinions here and there's no, no doubt about it that the, the church, the local church is the called out assembly of believers. Okay, it's people that are following the Lord. And we're a local church here. So it's our local people is our church. We believe, uh, believe in the local church. So a very powerful group of things. And we are more than just an organization. We are an organism. We are a living, breathing uh, thing for whom Christ died. But there is no doubt about it that there are some correlations between a business and a church. And we're going to cover many, many of these. Let me give you just a couple of of scriptures kind of to uh, help you sort of grab hold of this. And I think this is one that that really stuck with me. Uh, When Jesus was approached in the temple, he was uh, um, a young young boy and he was 12. And I think his parents were looking for him. You probably remember that story. He I uh, had this statement that he said, you know, don't you know, and I'm paraphrasing here, he says, don't you know that I would have been here in the in the temple um, being about and talking about my father's business? In other words, the, the buzz of the temple, the buzz of the conversation of what, I mean, if you go to the marketplace, you probably talk about, you know, the food and the pricing and, you know, where the animals came from and all the different, you know, uh, merchandise that you'd be buying. If you go to the temple, there would be what would be expected to be temple talk, and there'd be the talk about the business of, of what was going on there. And we don't know exactly what that was, but we do know that Jesus was about his father's business, and, it, and he did use that word, and uh, I really like it. There's another place in the book of Acts where uh, the, the very beginning of the church was going on, a lot of busyness going on, beside, and there's your word, busyness or business going on. Um, they were not only preaching, but they were feeding people and doing some things along that line. And in Acts chapter 6, the the apostles had to get some help with the business side. They said, let us choose out some men that we may appoint over this business. But that's an important part of the ministry. Now, it's not everything. Obviously, they chose the good part. They have to, apostles are the ones that need to be teaching and preaching. And that's a very important thing. But there also exists at the same time, business and they needed some people who had people skills okay not necessarily preaching skills but people skills to deal with that portion of church life and so there are many, many uh, verses that deal with it. Um, I, in Proverbs, it talks about seeing a man who is diligent about his business. Uh, and that, that man is rewarded. And he, he shall stand before kings, a very powerful thing. Paul warns us or, or admonishes us in Romans to make sure that we are not slothful in our business. 
And I think if we're not careful, we, we can be, and there can be some things that we can let slide. And the intention of this is not to be critical in any way, but to help you in areas where we sometimes slide or we don't have the skill or the expertise and we want to give the expertise. We want to give the advice. And in some case, the motivation, you know, to get out there and, and to make those things happen. We just finished a whole uh, webinar series we did on, you know, your digital presence in your local community and the idea of Google reviews and being on Google and, you know, your website enhancements, a lot of different things. Those are important and those can slide to the side, just like the tables, uh, and the Grecian widows and some of that was getting neglected a little bit. We want to make sure that we are the full church and that we have uh, everything together in that sense. And so um, in my notes, I wrote just, a, 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 I don't want to go through all the areas because I have actually dozens and dozens of, of these particular areas. Next week, we're going to start with the, the very first one. Uh, and let me give you this, uh, the topic here. And then I, I want to give you just kind of an illustration to help you uh, grab hold of this in a in a clear way, at least what worked for me. Um, the idea is our public image. In other words, we have a, an office. A church uh, has some type of office where people would walk into it. There is a public office. There are, there's phone calls that need to be returned. There are uh, you know, business protocols, uh, different things that need to happen. And uh, we want to talk specifically about this. So let me give you my illustration here that really settled it for me. And then um, then this will be a shorter podcast that we'll, we'll jump into things uh, next week. Um, but I, I remember, and you probably have seen this too, maybe the old Western movies where, you know, it's an old kind of cowboy town type of thing. And you've got, uh, you know, the, the saloons and, you know, the fist fights and the cows and, you know, all the different things that happen in your typical Western. But in almost every movie, it seems like there's a general store. And in the general store, there is, a you know, they got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. They provide for the community. And there's usually, at least almost in every movie I've seen, the guy that runs the store is, you know, he's got an apron on and he is friendly and he knows what everybody needs and he is just helping people out. And when someone comes in, he's like fills their list for them and puts it in a little bag and gives it to them. And then you see him, uh, you know, between scenes, you usually see him with his apron on and he's got his broom and he's out there sweeping and, uh, you know, he goes out in the front and he does his sweeping. And there's a word associated with that that I think will help us understand what we need to be as local church leaders. And I'm speaking specifically to the top leaders here, our pastors and, and uh, you know, senior, senior people that are there. We need to be viewed as shopkeepers. And shopkeepers with a good testimony that really loves our community and makes sure everything is taken care of. You know, I live in a small town and I've pastored for 13 years in a, in a small town. One of the things that we have in front of our building that was just so important that this memory came back all the time from these old movies is just the idea of my front sidewalk. My sidewalk was important. And so I would go out there on a regular basis. Sometimes I'd take a break from studying or counseling or, you know, doing all the different things you do, you know, as a pastor. And I would go out and I would sweep the sidewalk 
And, and especially in the winter, if it got like some snow on it, I would sweep it uh, or shovel it and make sure it was good because people driving by, driving by, they're going to look out there. They're going to see there's a clean sidewalk. There's a good businessman. Now, our little community that uh, is near uh, Sinclair is called Rollins, and it has a downtown area. Uh, and actually, probably back in the 1800s, those guys were out there in their aprons doing things. This we're, we're very much an old kind of western cowboy town. It's kind of interesting in the winter when it snows, you can drive down and you can see many of the people are there early. They get there at six or seven in the morning and they're sweeping the snow off and they're sprucing things up, you know, from the wind that blew it in the, the night before. And it's a, they're in front of their business. It's a beautiful thing. And you go, you know what? I appreciate that businessman. I will give business to that businessman. But between some of those businesses... There are places that are unswept and the snow gets packed down and it turns into ice, okay, and it's unsafe. And you look at the person that is running those businesses and you go, you know, I wonder, I just wonder what they're thinking. The idea of this outside perception is so important. And so we're going to be dealing with next week specifically the shopkeeper and the office okay the shopkeeper in the office and we're going to go through plenty more of these shopkeeper and this and the shopkeeper and that so i want you to make sure you uh, join us uh again thank you for being here i again share if you would hit the the subscribe button here and we'll get to you every time uh but this is mike here and we've had a little uh uh, you know, talk together about the importance of church as a business. And I believe that obviously with all my heart that Jesus died for the church and he loves it and he cares for it. And I love and care for that church too. But I also know that my church has a public image and that needs to be taken care of and minded very carefully. Mind the store very carefully. So we will see you next week. Make sure you uh, tune in the same uh, time, place, however you're getting this. And we'll catch you next week. But thank you so much for being with us and uh, joining us here on the Better Sundays podcast. So God bless and we'll see you later. All right, testing one, two, three. Mike here in studio at the Ask Mike segment. And this is a new feature. We've done it a couple of times, but I want to try to get a little bit more regular because I get a lot of interesting questions um, that I think other people probably have the same kind of question or, or something at least in the same category, and they might be able to help, or uh, we might be able to help with some of that. So uh, this question comes from down in the south somewhere, and I can't remember if it's Mississippi or Louisiana, somewhere down in there. Um, I looked it up on a map while I'm talking to you. If, ever, if you ever call uh, and we get to have communication, uh, one of the great things about our coaching and some of that is I just love to get the maps out and uh, kind of see where you're at and kind of scope out your entire neighborhood and find all your parks and your public schools and all the cool things that you have and, and uh, that are, uh, would help you reach young families. So uh, I was working with this church down there, and the, the guy came up with a problem. It's kind of an interesting one. Uh, he is uh, fairly new to the church, and so uh, they have a website, and that seemed to be up and going, and they have all the credentials to kind of work with the website, and that's good because sometimes that goes bad. Um, but in this case, uh, they had a church Facebook page that had been created probably seven, eight years ago, 
uh, and another one that had been created maybe even five, six, seven, eight years ago before. In other words, way back, and no one knows exactly when they were created or who created them. Um, and when you start up Facebook pages for your church, uh, if you do this and you're a layman, make sure that you have uh, you know, kind of permission from the pastor to do it, and then make sure the credentials all get written down somewhere. So uh, what had happened is, is we ended up with two or three different names of the church, and I forget exactly, uh, but it would be like, say it was a First Baptist Church, then it was First Church, and then it was a Baptist Church of such and such a town. So there were several different ones that were uh the, the names were, were kind of different, and they all kind of, you could search and find all of them, and they all kind of had the church address, and it was kind of a big convoluted mess. So we concluded that they needed to get down to just the one, and so we looked at which one and did some Google searching on which one would come up the best and, and some of that, and you can just type that in in Google and find out uh, what is what search terms come up best. Um, there's some ways to do that, and if you need some help, yeah, I guess that's another Ask Mike. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, we, we kind of concluded that one of them was the best, and then we found out that on that one, it had some rogue pictures on it of people we didn't even know who they were. And the, the bottom line is, because we chose that one, uh, they went back and started doing some investigating, trying to find out. But uh, it was kind of actually sort of humorous in a way. You know how there's a big banner on Facebook that goes all the way across, kind of a very wide thing. And then there's a, you know, usually a smaller picture of the building or something uh, of that nature. Well, they had, both those pictures were pictures of people. And so the one was like a couple, the little one was a couple guys and i think they had used to have been leadership there of some sort and the one that was being used for the banner was pulling off of someone else's profile picture and it was a just a giant forehead and uh, i crack up thinking about it but just picture when you go to look for this church and there's a giant forehead and you just kind of see the top of these you know these eyebrows and it was a woman's face and we ended up kind of digging into it and finding out you know who she was well we didn't find out who she was we we found the actual photo and i i said no look at click here and go there you know do you know who that person is because we thought maybe they would have the credentials and it's like we have no idea who that was so it was kind of a humorous thing um they were able to get some of that uh, uh sorted out finally and replace the bad pictures with good pictures and one of the things we always recommend on your facebook page your banner page is have a picture of your church as seen from the street uh, you know where people will see it not the inside but the outside uh, so that guests when they come they can see that and then we also recommend and you can do this with you know, the Microsoft Word, some of the different programs, is find a picture of the church, put it up there, make sure it all kind of balances out and it's, you know, wide and long because that's kind of what they use for banners on Facebook. And then embed on that somewhere your service times. So just put, you know, 10.30 Sunday morning, 6 o'clock Sunday night, or something like that, the basic times that people would come. You don't need all of them, just a few of them, uh, the main ones where visitors would come. But have that on the photo because there is not another really good place on Facebook to put church service times so you embed that into your photo. So um, anyway, just a little recommendation for you. Like say, find out uh, which is the best one that you have 
have as far as credentials. Uh, uh, make sure you have those. Make sure that it's got, you got good search terms and people can find that right Facebook page. And then make sure that you put, put your service times on there. So anyway, this is Mike cutting out from Ask Mike here. If you have a question, you can send it to info at reachkeep.com. And uh, we'll bring you up here in one of the future episodes and, and talk about it. Next week, we're going to talk about uh, what do you do when uh, guests don't return? They keep coming, but they don't come back. And uh, I had a church, very specific uh, problem. They had even quite, they knew exactly how many people had come and how many had not returned. And uh, we're going to talk exactly about that. So uh, we'll catch that next week. So thanks for hanging in there with us. God bless. We'll see you later. Adios.